Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Oh, welcome back to uh, Point Break Minute. I'm your bad William Shatner impression person, Murrin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. Hi, Jessa. <laughs> How are you today? I'm sick. Oh, again. I'm sorry. So yeah. I apologize to our listeners. Well, I must say you're quite a trooper to be podcasting all the same. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank that. you what? Sir? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't like that at all. Uh, this is Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. Were you trying to make me say <laughs> Rocket Man? I'm really confused. <laughs> Something like that, I guess. Okay. I am William Shatner Robot now, apparently. Oh, okay. That's where I'm going now. Um, I just watched that Rocket Man video where he does that. It's uh, one of my favorite things ever. Um, but now I'm going to talk normally. Okay. For the sake of uh, your ears. Point Break Minute. Minute 86. Minute 86. Minute 86. Is it, isn't that a thing when you 86 someone? Does that mean you kill him? Uh, let's figure that out. Vamp, Jessa, vamp. They got 86 Getting rid of somebody by something by burying it, ejecting someone, or refusing okay, service. Okay, so like, yeah, like a bum like, rush. you're out of here. You're 86. You're 86. So we're uh, we're 86ing this minute by uh, talking about it and analyzing it. Sure. Sure. I'll allow it. Um, so the minute continues with Bodhi and um, Keanu in the back of Bodhi's van um playing the video uh the it opens with a still of not a still I say but with a shot focusing on rosie looking dead into the camera dead center into the eye of the camera and the eye of the storm yeah no boy is it creepy it just sends you got a norista coming in here sends shivers down that spine of mine don't you know he's very creepy he's very that creepy. rosie yeah not rosie at all his name does not suit him no, he is not a rosy, rosy guy. He is a, uh, he should be called, like, Nightshade. Is that a flower? Nightshade, it's a plant. Yeah, that's who he should be called. This is my friend. Deadly Nightshade. This is my friend, Deadly Nightshade. Or what's the the plant in Breaking Bad? Um, <laughs> I don't remember. You should remember better than I, I, I do. I don't remember. Like the poisonous, is like a poison thing? Yeah. Oh, well. So, but that should be his name. Is the poison plant from, I think it's it's whatever is used to make Poison ricin. plant McGee. So Jess is doing that. I'm going to vamp like I asked her to before. Uh, this is minute 86. Uh, Bodhi goes into like, um, he, he has a line here, which I really hate. I mean, I like it, but it's it makes me uncomfortable. She says, uh, he says, she is a wild one, isn't she? Special Agent Utah, which just makes me my skin crawl. Um, I was liking Bodhi. Caster Bean. Caster Bean. I would never have remembered that. Yeah. This is my friend Caster Bean. Yeah, this is Caster. Caster, that would have worked. I'm Caster Troy. Yeah, exactly. Was his brother Pollux Troy? Pollux Troy, yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Sean Archer. Jesus Christ. You know, believe it or not, listeners, previous uh, 
guest Avi Cool and I played uh, Caster and Pollux in a, a play together. Yeah, but like the actual characters from Greek mythology, not. Yeah. Not <laughs> you didn't play. We didn't play the face off characters. Yeah. <laughs> which I would like to see. That would have been better than that play. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair point. Mm-hmm. Fair deuce. Sorry, I interrupted. You remember that scene where, like, Pollux Troy is, like, talking about, like, there's, like, videos of, like, spawning Sam and he finds it highly erotic? Come that movie, on, no. that, like, the things that made it into the final cut of that movie blow that my movie mind. is bonkers. I would love to do Face Off Minute, honestly. Yeah. I'm surprised. If it hasn't happened yet, I'm surprised. Why didn't we? I don't know. It would have been, been a good one. Yeah. And uh, maybe more popular than Point Break Minute. Yeah. I mean, maybe about the same. I don't know. Old 90s movies that don't have any sequels and no one really aren't part of a universe aren't part of a universe that people like but you know they're not like part of a fandom a current culture really yeah they're just kind of like thought of as anyway uh yeah he says uh she is a wild one isn't she special agent utah yeah and then he kind of like puts down the camera thing he kind of has this little like wince in his eyes i feel like Like yeah you can see like a subtle little like no he's still clearly like he doesn't want to be doing this but that line just is like oh so gross it's so gross Thank God Utah then responds with, you're a fucking dead man. And, like, um, what's it called when you, like... Armbar? Yeah. Does an armbar. I think that's what it is. He, like, puts know. his, his uh, forearm against his throat to try and choke yeah. him. Yeah. Detain him. Kind of wrestles him up against the the wall of the, the van. Yeah. And, uh... So, <laughs> the van... It's a rockin'. Oh, so don't come knocking. I was gonna say, like, why uh, the the gang doesn't come to like back no. Cody up at all, which I like because I think he probably told them something like, uh, uh, yeah. you know, this is just between us, and uh, to get him to do what I need him to do, I, I, it has to just come. be us because I want him to certain. You know, this is it's kind of a code thing. I feel yeah. like it's a br- it's a br- broad co- a bro code a boat a body code a broad. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. Okay. I like uh, I like those portmanteaus. Mm, um, but I also I was also thinking like <laughs> the vans are rocking, so they might just think like they're getting it on in there. They could. I mean, maybe the gang has no idea. They're just like, the, well, they the, weren't involved in this scheme. They're off smoking pot in yeah. the back of <laughs> that like, oh, like, jeep. Old Bodie in Utah. Yeah, like mm. put a sock on the knob, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess that was like a that's a thing. Um, yes. Yes. In movies, at least. In movies, that's a thing. In dorms. Yeah. Um, or maybe he was like, you know, f- for sure Utah's going to get riled up. So just let him settle. I'll settle him. I'll use my Bodhi powders. My Bodhi powders? My- <laughs> All new Bodhi powder. <laughs> yeah. That's- Here's what ails you. Yeah. Uh, uh, or maybe he has them. Like, I feel like he would have them in a pouch around his neck. He has, like, neck. tinctures. Yeah. And he just, These, are like, my goes- t- These are my tinctures, bro. And, like, blows them into the eyes of his, his enemies. Yeah. Or it's like a you know, just take take one drop before you go surfing and you'll feel no fear, bro. Yeah. Oh, I I could totally see that actually working its way into the movie. Like Bodhi comes up with his own drug. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it's like his spice. This could be good in point in Point Broken. He's yeah. become like a a sort of Walter White figure where he has yeah, yeah like spice. Like a it's not like a hard drug, but it's like his own concoction that sort yeah. of like he's selling as like a cure all kind of like. Yeah, self fulfillment kind of drug like the. I takes, like that. You know, I'm here for takes it. Takes away your fear, you know. Gets you to you know, surf even better. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. So Keanu's got his arm against uh, Swayze's neck. 
doing a, what do you call it, Marin? An arm bar? I think that's right. Yeah. Look it up. And uh, Bodhi goes, hold it, man. Think it through, man. I'm the only one who knows where she is. I'm the only one. So let me talk. Okay, let actually, talk. an arm bar is something entirely different. Okay. It's uh, it, like wrestling where you like hyperextend the joint. With, and you have, Joke like, your hold. legs. Yeah, it's, like, it, it's... No, but that's, like, under your arm, right? Yeah, I think that's... It's, like... Uh, I don't know. He has his arm He puts his, his forearm neck. against his neck, like, when you like, push someone mm. up against a wall. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. You can picture it. Yeah. Um, and... Bodhi is... Is trying, trying to uh, calm him down a little bit. Keanu goes, talk. Swayze says... She'll be fine. Rosie won't do anything. Are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, yeah, that's, I'd be worried about that. Like, Rosie seems kind of like a wild wild dog, an old dog. Do you think... Wi- Ro- a wild wild hog? A wild he's, hog. He's either a wild hog or an old dog, one of those things. Wild hog. I'd rather him be a wild hog than an old dog. So he's hanging out with Tim Allen and uh, yeah. and John Travolta. Don't you think he'd and, be? Uh, um, William H. Macy yeah. and uh, Martin, Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Yep. So he's yeah. just one. Yeah. I think that's like he his character ends up. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. He's in, in the cast of Wild Hogs making like gay panic humor with oh, those guys. Is that what they do? Probably. I haven't seen it. I've only yeah. seen the trailer. Mm. I remember seeing like an oh This came out of nothing. But uh, I remember seeing when that movie came out like an Oprah special on it where like all the cats came on to the and was interviewed oh, by Oprah. God. And like, I remember William H. Macy came out and he was like, I'm only doing comedies from here on out. No more dramas. I just want to be funny. Oh, yikes. Oh, yeah. And now William he's on H. Shameless. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking like, oh, what are you doing, bro? Isn't Shameless a comedy? I, I don't know. But it looks like a dark comedy, yeah. if anything. Yeah. Not like, not like wild hogs. Although I guess you would say that it's a dark comedy too. <laughs> it's a dark spot it in their seemed, lives. Yeah, it was dark to me. Yeah, I didn't even see it. Anyway, he's a wild hog, so we don't know what he's gonna do. But do you think Rosie would listen to Bodie? Or is it just like he's on the leash? You know, you let him off the leash, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah he's probably uh, on the leash. He's probably still on the leash. Yeah. You know, maybe Bodie has some sort of way to control him, yeah. like his special tincture. You know, maybe he has a special yeah. tincture that he gives to Rosie. That keeps him in check. Or he has one of those backpacks that little kids wear that are connected to a leash. <laughs> yeah. in a backpack. He literally has a leash. shaped like a monkey. And so that they're so that they're kind of cute and they don't see, you know. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. So Bodhi can take Rosie to the zoo without Rosie running away. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to go to the zoo. That's the one thing. You know, he's a very disturbed man who, you know, has done terrible things. But he loves the zoo. He loves the zoo. It's really where he pe- feels the most at peace. He likes getting those snow cones and walking yeah. around. What, let's see. What would Rosie's favorite animal be? He probably Probably like um probably tigers tigers yeah i was thinking tigers or lions something yeah. a little fierce you know yeah. uh or he, you know probably he'd be like at the the organ zoo we have a condor i was just thinking a condor uh, he would really like watching the condors during feeding time they're always having feeding time it's for some always reason feeding time yeah. under there and there's always like a carcass right there yeah and there's always like warning warning this gonna be gross yeah yeah <laughs> So that would be Rosie's favorite part is feeding yeah. time for the condors. <laughs> so uh, Rosie won't do anything. So as long as Bodie meets him at a certain time and a certain place in six hours. And uh, he's thought of, of everything. Yeah. Yeah. But what we think of even more is Keanu goes, uh, could you call him right now and tell him to let her go? 
Bowie says, sorry, I can't do it, bro. They're on the road. And when they're going, there are no phones. So you out of luck. Like, there's Where we're going, there are no phones. Yeah. Da, 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 da. What's that from? Back to the Future. Oh. <laughs> do they say that? Where we're going, there are no roads is the line. Oh. I was doing a parody I know, of that no, I line see, I, I from see Back it. to the Future. I see it. So in the Back to the Future at the end. <laughs> Thank Christopher you. Lloyd, they they like he shows up at the house after they go back to the future, uh-huh. and Marty gets in with Jennifer, and they're like, oh, "What's that? I remember the setup now?" But he, he says, "They where we're going, we don't need roads." And then they like take off and they're flying in the car because it can fly now. Thanks, thank you. So where they're going, there are no phones. Yeah, which is really smart. That but Modi's like really thought this through. This is another. Well, I don't know about another. I don't know if we brought up an earlier one, but this is part of the movie that's like. If we had cell phones, although if he had a cell phone, he could just be like, he doesn't have a phone with him, I guess. Yeah. So I was thinking like, there's all those like old movies, like, oh, if they just had cell phones, the whole plot wouldn't. But he work. might not have cell phone in this day and age. Yeah, I would, I would, I would believe it if even if it even if it took place now that the character of Rosie would just like, oh, he doesn't have a phone. Yeah, or there's no service. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like he's in like a, a bunker or you know some place where. Or it's for just, like, some reason, my new work. Yeah, there are places you can find. Uh, My new work has internet service, but not phone service. Somebody explain that to me, please. Yeah, it's bad. It's ridiculous. God. What am I going to do in emergency? Send an email. Yeah, email 911. <laughs> Help me, please. Do you, not have, do you not have like a hard phone line at all? Oh, we do. Okay, so you so call it, you'd use that. that. By the way, I called 911 the other day um, because something uh, a, a patron fainted at the uh, show I was working on. Aww. Yeah, it was really sad. They're totally fine. They're totally fine. But, More unfortunate than sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but they were totally fine. Um, but uh, the 911 operator was, was uh, unable to find my location. <laughs> were you at the were you at work for this or was it a different location i was at the, the place where the show was that which is a different from your workplace which is different than the salon yes so it's yeah. not like you didn't have cell service no you had cell service yeah. you were using your phone to call yeah i was talking to them and they're like yeah we can't find figure out where you are and somebody was telling me it's because they're only allowed they're not allowed to like actually like pinpoint your or they can't pinpoint your uh exact location they can do a mile oh um, okay but i yeah it was really weird i was like telling them i was like no i'm i'm at blah 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 so you're even describing where you were and they're like i gave them the name of the place i gave them that. an address um they're like i i can't figure it out so if this had been a real emergency who would have been kind of like sol and also when it's not 911, like, I mean, when it is 911, they don't answer going, 911, what's your emergency? It goes, you've reached 911. For help, say help. <laughs> help. Do they For give another option? Is there another option? Do they say, like, if you don't need help? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But it was like, for a medical emergency, say medical. Fire, say fire. Police, say police. It was really weird. It took a very long time. To get to talk to someone? Just the whole conversation took a very long time. I suppose since, like, once they heard, you told them the situation that, like, someone had fainted. They, they were didn't like, even okay. ask until after they figured out my location. 
Wow. Okay. Because they need to send somebody as fast as they can on their way Okay, there. so I guess that would be the first priority, but then they just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Was so. it? Were they like, oh, sorry, sorry, this is my first day. Um, no. I get my, I can get my supervisor. They actually, they had a good demeanor. Like, they were very, very no, I'm confident. Sure, I'm sure but... Yeah, just having this, this software wasn't working for them. Yeah. So, anyways. Anywho. I don't know why we got on that subject, but phones there you go oh yeah phones what do you what are you gonna you don't can't live with them yeah can't live without them yeah all right mm-hmm. right right yeah and so keanu then lets Bodhi go and it's kind of like all right and Bodhi's coughing and sputtering and regaining his breath and he goes oh man i hate this johnny i really do and johnny's kind of like going like he's like gonna punch the side of the truck i think he does punch it and then like does like a second like fake out punch in the truck he's shadow boxing yeah yeah i like uh i like how much bodhi says bro and man in this scene bra. It, yeah, yeah bra because it's like it really it's a nice counterpoint to his villainy like yeah i like i like a bro villain like when when are yeah, we gonna get that again i want true. a bro villain fast and furious nine get at me i the closest we might have gotten is um david Daniel, David. Daniel Kaluuya and the Widows. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's not the same. He's not a surfer, dude. He's not. But he, I, it's, I see what you're saying because he has a casual vibe to him. Yeah. He's, I, I, someone was talking about that that performance and how good it is, and like he is very. Uh, we think we we uh, nominated him for best supporting actor in our our poll or something on that one. We talked about it. Yeah. Our uh, our Oscar. Yeah, just to plug our uh, our Oscar talk with on uh, Cosmic Geppetto is out today. Go listen to that before you watch the Oscars. Um and uh, his performance in that is so good because he he seems bored, but he's just like he's been through so much. He's probably been through hell and like doing this like yeah. you know these random side jobs for like a crooked politician where he has to like you know just shoot some random guy or beat up some guy yeah. or like have his goons do it. He's just like tired of it. Yeah, he's just like this is I don't even feel anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh it's nice. It and is. That, it's a great performance. And this is this is a different kind of vibe, but I I think I see what you're saying and that he kind of has just like this kind of like cool demeanor yeah he's cool he's not playing up the evil or the the he's playing uh, it up a little bit cruel yeah i yeah. guess he does a little bit anyway but i see what yeah. you're saying yeah so but i want yeah. another broy villain yeah let's get a broy villain come on all i want yeah in this moment at least i yeah. never really thought about it before but now i want yeah. it yeah i feel like i'm now i'm feeling like i'm missing something but we'll think about it well yeah we'll come back to it yeah um so, uh, do you have anything else you want to say about this minute? No, I think I'm good. I'm good, too. Why don't you kick off your recommendation? Sure. Uh, I recently watched a movie which has been on my list for a long time. Uh, I'm a big uh, P.T. Anderson fan, Paul Thomas, as, as it were. And I finally got around to Punch Drunk Love. And I really liked it. Uh, there were... It's not my favorite of his. Uh, there were parts that were off-putting to me, and it get that's like the point of it. But it just kind of like I wasn't digging it personally. Um, but then as, as a, overall, I, I very much enjoyed it, and I I am totally with what people have been telling me that Adam Sandler freaking kills it. He Sweet. is awesome in it, as is uh, uh, Emily Watson um, Emily and Watson. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wow. Uh, there, yeah, I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman has like just a small role, but he's he does a good job. But yeah, Adam Sandler, like he's 
it, and it just you know like it makes me depressed <laughs> that like he had this in him and he did it one time and he's, other than that it's all he's just been, uber rich yeah and he just doesn't seem to care like he's just he has yeah. money and you know if i had money sure i mean it's it's hard to make movies especially movies with paul thomas anderson i yeah. imagine he's not critically successful but he must be god no he has an island i'm sure yeah um, but yeah, he just makes these grown-ups movies and shit like that, where he like, it, like, where do I want to go on vacation? I'll go here and just make a movie with my friends, and uh, yeah. who cares how it turns out because yeah. people will see it. Uh, but this is really good, and he's really good in it, and I, I like, and I, I would say it, um, it rings true of like the Paul Thomas Anderson sort of took the Adam Sandler character that's been seen in you know other movies and sort of like, well, what if he existed? Oh, in like a real dramatic world. Interesting. <laughs> and there, it's not like I wouldn't say that's a that's the whole movie like it ta- he takes that may have been like the basis of it but he takes it further in a different ways than that it's not, not that's not you know a complete picture of it okay but uh it's it's fun and uh it's it's wonky and weird and you texted me that you were very stressed yeah the Why? beginning is really stressful because like the adam sandler character has like panic attacks or just oh, like Jesus. manic episodes and the movie kind of takes you through that in a first person sort of method where like the music starts getting really hyper and there's like, you know, irritating noises going on. And like, it's just very, it feels like it's like the movie can't breathe. So when you're watching it, you kind of feel like you're there with it and like kind of short of breath and just like, uh, and uh, that made me kind of just like, I don't need to watch my life. (laughs) Yeah. It it was the the beginning, especially where he's going through that is, um, and having those episodes is like, Oh, this is this is affecting me <laughs> in yeah. that kind of way. It's, are there it's, a lot of uh, one shots? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like and that, and that yeah. those are used to that effect as well, to sort That's of make you feel like there's no break. You don't get a break. Yeah. You're just in it the whole time. And that's sort of how he feels in his whole life, I think. Uh, and then after a certain point, like there, it's a nice movie because it is that. Um, it, it's one of those rare movies that I love. I would. Uh, Another one I would say that I really like that a lot of people don't as much is The Cooler, which managed to be a surprisingly happy ending. Spoiler alert. Uh, But this is like a dramatic, interesting movie that turns out well. Okay. And I think that's that's kind of rare to see. I feel like a lot of uh, people, when they make their like prestige dramas or something, are like, oh, it's got to have like this sort of hard ending where they don't, they aren't, and they aren't happy in the end and something goes wrong. But in this one, it's like, oh, it surprisingly turns out okay. I like that. Cool. But it's still, uh, yeah, of of the P.T. Anderson movies, this one was like a little bit harder to watch, I would say, just in the, the method that it's filmed huh. very claustrophobically. And, you know, his, all those movies are challenging to a certain extent, but I find like There Will Be Blood is like effortlessly watchable because it's just so beautiful, so even though it's heavy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Punch Drunk Love. Cool. Um. I'm going to mostly recommend. It's going to be a soft recommendation for a movie that doesn't really need one. Um, but it's not making sense. We saw that a couple nights ago. Um, On the repeated recommendation of Dan from the Flophouse. Yeah. Who's a, who loves that movie. And I'd say Shout out to Dan. I know you're a listener, Dan. If only. <laughs> um, I, I will say it, it has very nice opening credits. And the concert is structured very well. It's well filmed. For the filmed. most part. Yeah. Um, I'd say the arc of the concert, it, it has a very heavy arc in the beginning, which I, I like how they arc it in the beginning, but it, um, and then it kind of falls flat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does it does really prove David Byrne's um, 
that you know that guy was uh was different and pe- unique and people bought into it uh those people, fools <laughs> and people are still buying into it and i i love some of his songs but it's just crazy watching it that was the only thing i could think was like wow they are they are uh into it yeah, I won't. I won't go into this too much. Uh, I wanted. I wanted to see this movie because it's supposed to be one of the greatest concert films, and I do like concert films. And I was kind of hoping that, like, if I watch this, I would get the Talking Heads. Yeah, same. And I don't. I was hoping that it would be more than a concert film, and it would be more of like a Talking Heads biopic. Yeah, more um, like The Last Waltz, which is my favorite concert okay. film, which is also a documentary about the band. Okay, so I thought there was going to also like be stuff about the band in there. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. I, I would have liked that too, but I think I get what they, they want. They maybe wanted to just keep, keep it stay as like a, a little more. You know, they want to be more private people, or this just wasn't the idea of the movie. Um, but yeah, I still like after watching it. I'm like, yeah, I still don't really like the Talking Heads, and I don't really get why people like them. Really? Oh, I get it, but no, like... I guess that's wrong. I do, I do get it because they're very interesting. Yeah, and it's different. I, I just, um, I don't find their music very listenable. Yeah, and a few songs here and there I like. But yeah, for the most part, I don't. That's like, not for me. Burning but... down the house. That's a good song. Yeah. yeah, I have very fond memories of being in a hotel room when I was with my dad, and him and I dancing to uh, "You May Find Yourself." That's a great song. Yeah. That's my favorite. And him showing me the the David Byrne dance move for it. So, ironically, the song that is is stuck with me after watching it is a uh, "Genius of Love" from the Tom Tom Club, which is uh, not even a David Byrne project, but it's part of the concert. Yeah. And I, that's, I like that song. Yeah. It's, it's a weird part of the concert. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, for some reason, that's a weird that I can like. You can get into. I can get into mm, that kind of weird. I can get weird. myself into that. I can get into that weird. Uh, whereas like a song like This Must Be The Place, which a lot of people is like love that song. And I don't. I don't mm-hmm. get it. I, it's just it's so monotonous. What about Psycho Killer? That song's pretty Qu'est-ce good. Say? That song's pretty good. I like that one. It's middle of the road for me. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's our recommendations, and that's another Point Break Minute for you. Eat it on up. Enjoy it from us to you. So we'll catch you on the flip side, as always, on another Point Break Minute. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate that if you would. Just, you know, just saying. Just saying. Bra, man, just saying it. Uh, so we'll do another one. We'll be back, and we'll see you then, and we'll be, you'll be, we'll be in your ears. Point break minute, bro. Woo.